Good news, everybody. You're pexing with the legends. We are your hosts from the Gamer.com editing team. My name is Eric, and this week I am the man behind the curtain because I have a wonky eye, and you don't need to see that. <laughs> uh, my name is Whitney. You can call me Lumbago, and I am really, really psyched. You see all this lovely artwork behind me? Well, I just finally finished my Loba ult, so Beautiful. was a fair amount good. of painting involved. I was telling them earlier before we started this that I always think it's going to take like a half an hour and it takes like four hours to do one of these. Um, so I'm very happy it is done just in time for there to only be a few more weeks till a new legend, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> and I am Andrew. Catch me streaming on Twitch at FinTTV. Very redundant. <clears throat> Finn, P-H-I-N. And yeah, let's jump into it. So, wait, Whitney, how are you going to reorganize your background now for the new tile? You know, it's because it's not really going to fit. Um, but I figured I would just take off one of the legends that I don't really like as much. <laughs> Discrimination? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, right. I mean, Octane's not that, like, definitely needs a buff. So, if maybe Loba goes there, Octane can go up here. Oh, man. Who else am I like? Brutal. Um, yeah, really just that. <laughs> just um, Octane. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Like, Lifeline's a little underrated, but I still like her. Um, or a All little, right. uh, not underrated, but like a little, could use a little buff. Well, hopefully uh, uh, actually, enough new legends will come that you'll be able to fill the whole background with them all. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of things to talk about today. It's been actually kind of a big week for Apex. Um, we, of course, have our fifth uh, hunt. This is the beginning of week six, um, but we also have some a little bit spoily leaks come out about what might be coming. Uh, we have some updates about the bunkers, and we have a big reveal coming tomorrow during the EA stream. So let's start with that. Um, not too sure what to expect, but tomorrow's EA Play Live is at uh, 4 o'clock Pacific, and it's the live stream for all of EA's upcoming games, what they normally would be doing during uh, E3. And they have already confirmed that there will be Apex news. And basically all it said was, what's what's next for Apex? So, I like um, it. Yeah. So last year they did something similar. Um, but I don't – I wish I had looked this up. I don't specifically recall what was revealed during – uh, last year's it was kind of weird they didn't do a presentation a normal press press conference last year they had like this ea play live where you could go outside near the convention center and play uh ea games and they just kind of rolled some trailers during that and there was uh there was an apex announcement i don't remember what it was do you guys remember last year i don't yeah. have any familiarity with the event <laughs> It feels like it might have been. What if it was this? It might have been like the season two two launch, maybe. Yeah, it yeah, time. it would have been around this time. Yeah. So um, there's a a couple things we've gotten from uh, both hints in game as well as data mines. Um, some players have noticed. I don't know if you guys actually got to see it yourselves, but some players have noticed some banners that look a little bit different. Have you seen this, uh, Whitney? Uh, I only saw it on Reddit, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Andrew, did you see it in game? I did not. I haven't Tell seen me. it in game either, but I really wanted to. They are, uh, they seem to be crypto themed, but essentially they are just green banners with a, uh, some lines of binary on them instead of showing the champions. And if you read the binary, it says, if you can see me, I can. Whoa. Yeah. So, 
so there's a lot of speculation about what that could mean. Uh, it kind of, to me, sounds like a, if you can see me, I can blank. Like, if you can see me, I can see you. Or if you can see me, I can something. Because it's a it's not really a full sentence, is it? Yeah. So, uh, intentionally ambiguous, and I don't like it. I yeah. So that's led a lot of people to believe that we are in store for a crypto takeover. That'd be cool. I loved what he did to uh, the, you know, when he hacked in and everything. I thought it was amazing. Kings Canyon. So yeah. Cool. He had one of the coolest legend entrances ever with that mm-hmm. stuff. De- oh, yeah, for sure. I think that was that was probably the coolest lead up uh, to a legend we've ever had. Um, yeah. Now, this is. Go ahead, Whitney. I was going to say it is interesting, though, because if we're thinking of like a crypto theme event, we don't know a lot about crypto all we know is like the numbers and we know like the hacking so you know we just saw like the mirage voyage over the holidays or whatever um, whatever and that one really makes sense he's like mr cool party guy with the bar they had the pork chops going and all Um, (laughs) yeah wraith labs also kind of made sense since we know like her story um the bloodhound event completely made sense so It'll be very, very interesting to see what they've come up with for a crypto town takeover. Yeah, yeah, it's a good question because, like, like you were saying, the the town takeovers so far have either been plot related, like wraiths, or personality related, like Mirage and Octane. Right? Their their town takeovers uh, uh, really reflect like who that character is in a way that mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that will work. Uh, for crypto or what it could even be to reflect crypto. The speculation right now is that it's the tower. The uh, Sorry, what's what's the real name for the tower on King's Canyon? Uh, the cage? The, is the cage, yeah. Okay. That the cage is turning into a crypto-themed area. But what, I, what could that be, Andrew? What do you think? What would the... Uh, how it mani- manifest in yeah, the cage? Yeah, what would a crypto-themed cage be? To me, it would make sense if they were some underground aspect related, Ooh. you know, like if it was connected to the vaults or even if it was the vaults and that's, it's all connected and that's what that is. Um, because he, he seems like the guy at least to have a lot of these underground hideouts where he's been doing X, Y, and Z trying to, you know, hack in mm-hmm. and get revenge or whatever. And, uh, I don't know if that would necessarily happen at Cage or with the vaults themselves, um, but if they're simply revamping um, Cage and they're already planning on opening vaults, and if they're unrelated, then I suppose all they would do with Cage is just probably put more cover on it and add in a lot of electric themed stuff, you know, computers, all that stuff. So that could be a, the, the way they approach it. It's hard to say. I have an idea. Yeah. You land in cage, and then you just spend like the twenty minute game, just like hacking at a computer, and you win that way. And it's just Galaga. <laughs> <laughs> you play it through Apex. <laughs> so I think. Like, it... Oh, sorry. Were you... <laughs> oh, I was just gonna keep going with the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We what well, we time in, like camp, and then that's the win. <laughs> we have to lean into the hacking for crypto. So maybe uh, one idea would be there are a lot of terminals all around the cage and activating them maybe opens or locks doors or activates traps in the cage Mm -hmm. or something. I think they could add just terminals that you interact with that do something. 
Yeah, like a security system, especially if it has to do with, you know, like a hideout of his. I don't know. That would be really cool. I want lasers. I would love to see like a a panic room style thing where like when you activate the terminal, all the walls in cage like drop Mm -hmm. down and seal you in it or something. That would be awesome. Um, What if it was like a PVE thing like uh, Bloodhound and there was something you had to fight in cage? Nessie. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god nobody's gonna let you fight nazi <laughs> true too cute uh, yeah it's tough to tell what a what a crypto event would be um i think some of the other ones are a lot more obvious like the octane one you would assume that it would just be a bunch of jump heads everywhere and and it is so well <laughs> for what you're saying there i do think it's worth mentioning for the pve element that originally what he did was he hacked the tower which allowed the sort of beast to come into king's canyon yes you know? And then when we came back to King's Canyon, like the Leviathans were no longer in King's Canyon, but the fires are still there, right? Um, So I'm just thinking about like the lineage of how that went. Mm -hmm. So maybe there is still some PVE element, like maybe within the lore it wasn't fully fixed or, you know, they were fine having the wildlife. But yeah, know. right. So the idea of like duck hunt with lasers and flyers. <laughs> <laughs> Repulsor has been repaired, so that's why the 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 Leviathans left the island. But is if there was somewhere else on the map that crypto could hack and change, um, that could be the direction they're going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. I don't suspect it's going to tie into the story of the season, though. At least it doesn't seem that way. Crypto isn't really a big part of the story at all right um unless he is suddenly going to be the center of, yeah of i'm the, wondering the if story. they're misleading us here and letting him skate by on purpose in the shadows so that he ends up being maybe the revenant informant maybe he has a reason to help the other side specifically hammond um you know he could be the mall yeah and and the story has to do with coding that relates to simulacrums or whatever they're called and he obviously uh is well versed in the coding arts mm-hmm. so that <laughs> could be <laughs> that that could be you know a thing who knows well and it's interesting to see i mean you know we sort of know and maybe you're going to go into this that like there is a lot of content planned out for apex in the future so we're still kind of in a phrase in a in a phase where they're just still kind of introducing us to these characters if it goes on as long as we want it to right mm-hmm. and every season if they're really theoretically going to add a new legend every season um then that does shuffle up the dynamic of how the storytelling actually works so you know it doesn't surprise me that we're still not that deep into crypto's story and it's probably going to be seeded very very slowly like this may reveal a few clues but not really answer any questions because the reality of this is that they do have to keep the story going for some amount of time right and i think it's really interesting that they have to keep doing it by adding new characters which from a storytelling perspective i mean i just feel like it's 101 like don't just try to keep telling your story by constantly adding new characters right but um maybe it's not 101 maybe it's 102 but still (laughs) i I, uh uh so it will be really interesting to sort of see you know how they pepper in these clues over the long term Um, right i I mean i I hope this isn't a spoiler for anybody but they've said like publicly that they have already they're already into like season 10 in terms of what they're offering and we're on season five right now 
that's like another year and a half of content almost, right? So yeah, yeah, I think it, it's clear that they have things that are planned out pretty far in advance. Um, I think when when we talk about with uh, events like town takeovers and stuff like that, the the introduction of a progressive narrative plot through the season uh, adds a new layer to these kind of events because you have to wonder now how they'll tie into the stories that were being told because now uh, apex is, is an evolving world more so than just like these self-contained events, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so as, as much as I would like to see uh, whatever this crypto takeover is going to be tie into the story, I don't expect it. What I did expect to tie into the story was the bunkers. And that's a, the next thing we have to talk about today. Um, last week I theorized that, uh, this week's hunt would open a bunker and then next week we would see that bunker open in the map. That was not the case. (laughs) Um, now some players have seen a timer on some bunkers. I don't recall specifically which bunker, but one of them has a one week timer that started yesterday. So we know a bunker is going to open next Tuesday. And I suspect that's going to get revealed during the EA stream tomorrow. But what I'm not too sure now is if that is actually going to connect to the story. Um, When we originally discovered last week that there was a one week delay between the opening of it, of the, of a bunker and when it actually opens, I assumed that meant we would open it in the story beforehand, but maybe next week we'll actually open the bunker that opens in the game, like at the same time. Hmm. Or maybe maybe it won't tie into the story at all, and it'll just pop open one day. I feel like it's got to. They're, you know, they're so intricate with a lot of the stuff they've been doing. Like if I, I was a betting man, I would say they're they're tying it in in some way. I, I mean, even that Revenant Halloween event last year was just like, okay, this is kind of out of nowhere. We get that you're introducing a new legend, and the fact that they're calling it back. A year later yeah and saying like in different ways like no no no, there's this actually other world that you can go to okay now it's like really a part of the lore but they just gave us a tease so i want to say from a storytelling perspective it doesn't really make sense for them to add elements that aren't actually um contributing to the larger story right right uh so i feel like every single piece we just have to be diligent. We have to be like our like detectives with the microphone glass and just looking at every single clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the the takeovers haven't really tied into anything narrative. I mean, I don't think Bloodhounds or Octanes or Mirages have been very story related. They're more just revamps, right? Well, Wraiths Wraiths, yes. Definitely did. Good and point. Crypto was sort of like lurking there. Yeah. Um, and I think that you might maybe could make an argument that bloodhounds did tie in because they did that really cool cinemagraph graphic type thing and it hasn't necessarily furthered the story but it gives us a little bit of the character's backstory um so um but yeah it'll be interesting i mean i feel like if it's a big reel like this like it's not just them being like and we're doing another evo shield mode you know what i mean like there's something pretty cool on the horizon and they do (laughs) tend to i mean i don't want to like predict like pretend i know how to predict their cycle but it is about halfway through the season i think we're a little bit before um and it would be about time for them to introduce a cinema uh cinema graphic that, that's the right word, right? I'm uh, not sure. Anime, anim, animatronic. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, was gonna, I, was gonna I say always say cinematic. That's like the word, <laughs> right? 
Um, so a, cinem a cinematic, um, it would make sense for them to introduce it pretty soon, right? So maybe we are going to get more info on who Crypto really is or how he ties in with Wraith because we know that uh, there's some connection there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you're absolutely right. I think that event will get revealed tomorrow and I think it'll probably start like this weekend. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we are at like this halfway point in the season. So do you are you you're both still thinking that uh, that the bunkers are part of the story? Well, I don't I don't really have any evidence for it. I just think I it would I, I hope, I guess it's just a hope like, well, I'm but, just, you know. I'm going to interrupt you and jump right in here. <laughs> Sometimes I get excited and I just can't like hold my tongue. Anyway, um, the, uh, but Loba destroying um, uh, Skulltown was a map change that was also heavily invested in the storytelling, right? Oh yeah. So I do feel like when they do introduce, you know, uh, and I'm trying to think on World's Edge specifically, like that was technically part of a storyline when they revamped the entire map. Uh, and that was like a, was that a mid-season change? That was a mid-season change, right? That they like just decided to um, rip Capital City in half. And that was with that yeah. whole Harvester situation. Um, so I do feel like there must be story elements that are coming if we do go into those bunkers at all. Like, I don't feel like it's, doesn't, I feel like there's some something to be discovered there. Yeah. Right? And there's some tie in there. That's my feeling just based on what we've seen. I think early on, with, um, for example, like the Octane takeover, um, that was really, really early, and maybe they hadn't quite figured out how to write stories like that into the game, because uh, I think it was the first one. Um, but now they're sort of maybe moving toward the thing where just like, uh, oh, if we're going to add something to the story, we want to figure out, I'm sorry, if we're going to add something to the game, we also want to figure out how it ties in with the story. I kind of hope it'll be sort of like a forge type debate where you open the first vault we finally get to see. And it's like, it's like as deep as a bucket and there's just a Mozambique there. <laughs> and, there is. and everybody's like, I hate this game. And then next week it's huge. It's like the second vault actually. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I don't want that to happen. I'd be what sad. What if we find forge in Kings Canyon, one of the bunkers, but it's just like his body. <laughs> it's... Oh, he's still dead. They just put him in here. They've uh, they've really set themselves up here. It's essentially a Chekhov's bunker. We ha we expect so much from these bunkers now because they've been here for six weeks, and we know that they're going to get open soon. It's like, man, there's <laughs> got to be more in there than a than a Mozambique, right? I'm dying. Schrodinger's uh, bunker. <laughs> there's a cat in there, but like. You know, whether or not it exists depends on if we open it. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, offer us a choice. Yeah. I mean, like I, a moral feel like, I do feel like for the past seasons, they've added something mid-season that's kind of switched it up a fair amount, you know? Yeah. I guess um, the... Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I the, was just saying more of the same thing. <laughs> the next question, then, is, is the crypto takeover and the bunkers connected? Is this one event? Or are those two totally separate things that are going to happen? I mean, I would theorize only because his whole thing is like a hacking device and these bunkers are locked, right? Yeah. So he has this hacking device that is somehow doing something with these bunkers. And also his story originated on King's Canyon, remember? Right. Um, that's important to remember as well. And race as well. So yeah. something weird happening there. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the story for this week momentarily, but crypto doesn't really have much to say about anything that's going on. So um, I know we touched on this earlier, but it, it will kind of come out of nowhere if suddenly he he has a huge impact on uh, getting the bunkers open, but also like the, the narrative of the season. Uh, that, that'll be a big surprise, I think. Well, and it is interesting, too, because when you think about like this traditional like television show structure, they usually go with the A line and the B line and the C line. Sure. Like, that's the sort of thing. And, you know, again, you can talk about why or why that doesn't work, uh, given like episode breaks. What's it called? Commercials? I forgot what they were <laughs> called for a second because <laughs> I don't watch them anymore. Um, but the uh, but I think they're up against a different challenge where you don't really have as much of an opportunity to make a clear ABC storyline. Um, so it is interesting to think about how they're trying to tell sort of parallel stories. And also there's a lot of time shifting that's like happened throughout too. Like I know that like the Wraith story took place just before she came to Kings Canyon, right. even though the labs didn't appear till halfway through the season. So uh, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued. And I do think that there's gonna be some, some tie-in that's yeah. my that that's what i feel in my gut <laughs> yeah i think uh i think you made a good point it, it's definitely conceivable that crypto is the one that needs to open these bunkers through hacking magic and that that will lead us into this crypto takeover event um i think i think conceivably they are all connected um but it's kind of funny to talk about just because we're going to find out tomorrow and that's ideally what i would want to see yeah, yeah to me the, the more of it being interconnected like a conspiracy web, it, the better. That's what I want. I want everything to be tied in. But that's a lot of work. That takes a lot of forethought. So we'll see. And we got to like sort of, well, maybe this is for next week's episode, but like think about the clues that we know that uh, Crypto Sister, Adopted Sister is missing. We know that he had some data that helped them figure out the algorithm for who was going to win the games. Um, and then in this season, we sort of understand that they're building some kind of technological aspect, and we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, and uh, crypto seems to have some understanding of what this thing is. Uh, so it will be interesting to see. I mean, maybe if it's if it's time, we can jump into that lore piece so I can sort of give more context to what I'm trying to 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 portray. Let's talk about this week's hunt. Um, there's the the lore piece and the gameplay piece, but I have to jump ahead. I can't contain myself because I figured out what the artifact is, and I can't <laughs> believe it took me to week five to figure out what we're building. I feel like such a dum dum, Andrew. <laughs> Why is that directed at me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to see the blank look on your face because you di actually didn't figure out what. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I feel like it's probably pretty obvious to, to someone at this point. I feel dumb for not seeing it. Whitney, you already knew because, because of the leaks and Andrew, you saw it too, right? Uh Oh, well, what do you think it is? Yes. I know exactly what we are building. <laughs> I, I, uh, we, now that we've got this fifth piece, uh, it kind of all came together and I went back and read the descriptions and it totally makes sense. I sent you a picture, Andrew. Of yeah. It, I haven't you... opened it as per instruction. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I waited. You probably saw it when you finished the hunt, but take a look at that picture and see if you can s tell what that's supposed to be. That looks like, uh, 
Captain America's mask from the Avengers. Right. We're building ahead. <laughs> building Captain America. <laughs> We're building Captain America. So <laughs> so we've been speculating even as recently as last week about what it could be if it's a gate or if it's some kind of tool, but we are actually building ahead. That's a face. Yeah. yeah. And so well, I thought you had figured out more than just the face part. I thought it was like we know everything. No, nobody nobody has ever said that it was a face, not on the show. Yeah. But still, I mean, I'm I'm unimpressed. It's like, okay, cool, it's a face. Well, what about it? All uh, right. Okay, so there's a little more. Face. There's a little more, right? Because the we we got into some of the nitty-gritty details about what the source code is in the lore this week. So, let's pause that really quick and let's back up. We'll talk about the hunt itself. Okay. Um, which starts in the bunker, runs through the bunker, and ends outside the bunker. And that's pretty much all I have to say about this week's hunt. You kill I mean, prowlers in the bunker. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I mean, I was I guess I was hoping definitely that they would be more mini games or more like tactical or strategy or something. I don't know what I hoped, but it feels like I say a letdown because it's just kind of like fun, but like I feel like it's like kind of like prize at the bottom of cereal box as opposed to like you know something you can really sink your teeth into and uh maybe the lore folks wouldn't agree because they do get a lot of story every time they do one of these but at the end of the day it's just kind of like target practice right <laughs> it's just yeah. shooting straight down a hallway yeah and i mean the ambiance is cool but i think we've talked about it multiple times i mean they're pretty similar across the board just got to stay alive and shoot those those beasts and then They've been turning into shadow beasts halfway through, or there's one that we turned into a shadow beast at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. From week really one, we yeah. essentially discussed that this was the likely way that they would unfold is that mm. they're just going to be like this and they're going to continue to do it to advance the story, but they're all going to be in length, just like that first one when that was all we had. And they're going to be featuring different parts of the map. So not what? a lot of variation. Watch the next one be like this, like two hour, like interview, <laughs> very like. <laughs> the one after is like another short one that has nothing to do. With it. <laughs> there was a there was two reasons I was bummed out about the actual hunt this week. Uh, one is my fault because I hyped myself up thinking we were going to go into this bunker. So that didn't happen. So that's <laughs> that's my fault. I mean, we technically did go into a bunker. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then the second thing is that these they have been evolving every week. They've been getting uh, either longer, more complex. They have, uh, you know, week two introduced a story beat with Watson. And then we had new gameplay stuff the following week where you became a Revenant form. Last week we had all the jump pads. And this week was just as, as basic as week one. You just went through bunker and and hit some panels to open the door. It was like yeah. a step back in complexity and uh and it was I think I think it was disappointing if this had been the week 2 hunt and not the week 6 hunt. I'm sorry, the week, I guess it would have been week 3, I don't know. But you know you know what I'm saying? It it seemed yeah. like a step back in in complexity and interesting gameplay. Yeah, now that I think about it, you're totally right because even though I I like to flatten it all down to yeah, they're all pretty basic. We were kind of getting better and better content. And this yeah. is the first week that was like markedly not as good as the week before. Right. So, so the only the only um, sort of unique piece about this week is that we we found Octane. So we got that story beat in 
at the very beginning. He's lying half dead outside the bunker. Yeah, um, we didn't even get any dialogue, right? Because I, I remember dropping in and just seeing him there. I was like, huh? Is that Octane's dead? Yeah. And then I just kept going. It was just like, there. it wasn't like Watson where there was like at least a mini a dialogue sequence about it. It was just like, oh, there's dead Octane. Let's yeah. keep going. And he had a death box with just a Mozambique in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a meme. <laughs> so in the subsequent story that you read afterwards, I was confused because when they bring Octane in, they make a point of saying he didn't have legs. But did the model on the ground have legs? Am I crazy? I, I Okay, here's the thing. I'm almost positive it was a joke. Like that, that was the, the joke was that and his legs are missing as if it had just happened to him, but he's never had legs. So I think they oh. made it literally, like, his, like literal legs. And it was really they made a joke. I'm almost positive they made a joke. Yeah. That's Did, how it came across to me. Is that how you read it, Whitney? No. That's not how I read it either. I didn't catch whether or not he had legs at the beginning. I wasn't paying attention. It looked like it his regular model to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I wish he would have been there with no legs. On top of that, they when you click to reveal that line in the lore, there's like a sound like Doo, like it's this big reveal. Uh, like there's no way it's not a joke to me. Like okay, how could they make us take it seriously? If the that next, was a joke, it went way. No legs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like especially with the sound cue that comes in. Like okay. to me, it was just like punchline Wait. city. However, if we've if we all happen to miss it, and we're all wrong, and the model actually didn't have legs, then. Shame on me. I think we but, all would have noticed if he didn't have legs. Yeah, I think he? we would have noticed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because they said that Octane, they were changing up Octane and it wasn't able to make it into the patch for the beginning of this season. Stop right? it. Um, what if no. they took out his legs no. in this mode and then they're making him better legs? Whitney. So he has he's a just better just like in a wheelchair. What? He's got rocket legs? He's in a wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> he's like SpaceX designed a new... Uh... <laughs> Or he's like in a wheelchair and he just becomes <laughs> Professor X. He has the exact same abilities as Professor <laughs> X. They really changed Octane. Okay, but like, what if I'm right? Well, <laughs> I, if you're right, then I'm disappointed in the devs for not doing the very least and removing his legs in the, in the <laughs> yes. model. Because that's really misleading. If, right. if, we're, if we're supposed to go on the lore and they're just like, well, we don't really have time to not make him look exactly how he is in the story, which is a big deal if he doesn't have his legs. Like, right. <laughs> this isn't like a change the color of his shirt thing. He doesn't have legs in story. We need to see that when he's dead there in the body. And if you don't have time, then don't put the body. Just put his death box with his name on it or something. Or don't but say he's to, missing his legs. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's, to me, it was a, it was a joke. It was like, and if it's not, I'm like, I will be shocked. But I, I already am questioning myself. I'm like, I, I want to believe you. Mate. I want to believe it was a joke because when I saw it, I was like, once again, the gameplay is not lining up with the narrative. They're literally saying I, he doesn't have legs, but I looked at him and he had legs. <laughs> Maybe they fell off and they picked them up. <laughs> but like, I was literally laughing out loud in my room alone when I read that. I don't know. I it's also crazy. do feel like it's in line with the dev sense of humor. I mean, these sure. are the same people who gave us Forge and then took them away, right? And they put a Mozambique <laughs> in his death box. If like if that's not supposed to be a joke, I don't even know what to believe anymore. All right, all right, I I will let that one slide. 
because I'm not sure anymore either. I don't know either. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> um, when he gets super bionic legs, because I'm right. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't really be that surprised if Whitney's right. I wouldn't be that surprised, and I definitely wouldn't be mad. That would be very I'd, funny. I'd be face palmy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't think that this week's story was particularly impactful, but there are some points to talk about. Uh, it essentially picks up right where last week left off with Bangalore. Uh, confronting Loba and revealing to the rest of the group that the entire reason we're collecting all these artifacts is because Loba wants to trade whatever we're building for the information about where to find the source code. And the source code is uh, Rem- Revenant's brain. It's yeah. his, it's his bionic or uh, not. It's his biological self, right? Yeah. It's Revenant in his most true form. Yeah. And we're just so kind of confirming what we already felt like because remember this was um, all explained i think i don't think any of this was new information yeah yeah exactly so um it's just just the information we knew to to the character yeah Yeah. the characters are now caught up with us so uh (laughs) it's actually caustic that explains it and i what i found interesting about his explanation was that a typical simulacra has the organic brain matter that makes up who that person is still inside their robot body but he said in this case with Revenant, it's not in the source code who Revenant is, is not inside Revenant's body. That's what makes Revenant unique. So that's not the way your typical simulacra or uh, bionic person, I guess, would operate. Right. Well, because theoretically, like, you know, in the Titanfall universe, it's my understanding anyway. I just sort of know the second hand. Um, but anybody who was like a simulacrum. Uh, was somebody that they had ha- still had their spine and their brain or something like that, and they sort of built the bionic body onto it. Um, so what we're saying here is essentially like we have taken your brain, um, and I'm just imagining almost like the like head in a bucket from Futurama or something, yeah. uh, and then they've just like sort of pumped the juice into <laughs> each robot every different time, right? Mm. Which is but but it's all done, I guess like. Uh, uh, electric like i don't want to use that electronically but it's like done through data physically, yeah 100 yeah. right? in fact a lot of like irl transhumanists so they're called um believe the most like feasible form of singularity is the uh, uploading one's consciousness right. to like a, a database so that's essentially i guess what we're dealing with with revenant is there's an original and they've made a bunch of copies of uh separate of which Presumably also isn't news either, um, just because yeah. we sort of saw this at the beginning when we saw what Loba was after and she took the shot and, um, you know, because she was trying to get to the source of, like, mm-hmm. all these different Revenant bodies. Exactly. So it really does just, like, confirm, yeah, you know. It, it sort of just contextualizes that opening cinematic we got at the trailer where she saw the source. We saw it. We know what it looks like, I think. It was that, right? And then she failed to destroy it. And then it, surrounding it were all of the copies that I suppose that's yeah. the process of getting uploaded to those bodies over and over. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think that there was anything revelatory here. The major plot point from this week is essentially because everyone now knows Loba's plan, that means whoever the mole is, whoever leaked to Revenant that uh, what what Loba and everyone is up to can now go back to Revenant and tell him 
exactly why they're trying to get the artifact, which will obviously be a problem for Revenant because, <laughs> because the entire team is now willingly collecting these pieces to kill him. Right. And so he will want to stop them. So that's sort of where, where everything comes to a head um, this week. There was a, a question I had about um, something lore related. I'm not sure if you guys know going back, but um, I think it was Mirage that asks Bangalore, uh, you know, you're from whatever this initialism is. And so is Hammond. So why don't you trust them? I am C. Yeah. So uh, we have Bangalore, and she is somebody who's, like, we know from her past that she fought for the IMC. And what she's saying in this, and, like, you know, IMC is one of the, the parties that was involved in this frontier war that had happened long before the events of Apex Legends, right? Yeah. Uh, but she, uh, she, um, she is saying that, like, yes, Hammond, you know, is IMC, IMC is Hammond, um, but this Hammond that is going after this creature is not the company or is not the group that I fought right. for. And I sort of have to, like, look back to give it more context, but, like, you know, we sort of understand that the, this IMC group, like, lots of the team members have some level of stake in it, right? Um, we know that uh, Forge was a product of Hammond Robotics. We know that I want to say, I can't remember, I believe that maybe Lifeline's parents were involved somehow. I can't remember if they were IMC or the other side, but she kind of is not fond of her parents because, well, I don't know if that's entirely true, but they're on different sides, right? Um, so basically, I think what we're sort of saying is this idea that... Um, these are some group of radicals or rogue from Hammond. Like it's different. It's changed. Right. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting because Mangalore is going to probably be key because she does understand the IMC and she does know their motivations and she might have a better understanding of the sort of interplay between why this group might have spun off as well, which will be interesting, you know, again, cause we're going to this. I mean, I have like a lot of other thoughts right now too. It's like, why is this thing that we're digging up, like, hidden in uh, the Revenant underworld as opposed to the current world? And what are these two sort of different phases, uh, not phases, that's not the word, um, dimensions uh, say about sort of the, the state of the planet in, in what we're in right now? Right. <laughs> like, what is the present, right? Like, what is the actual present, Right. So, yeah, that's. I kind of wanted to uh, to end things with a little bit more speculation about the artifact. I guess we kind of do this every week now, but now now that we're getting a sense of what it is, it is some kind of simulacra head, and all of the pieces are pieces. Now, now it makes sense. We have like the occipital array, and the description for that was windows without a soul. Mm. So, so this is a a non-humanoid uh i guess not a simulacra right this is like a more like a pathfinder that we're building like a true robot person but what what is it what are we doing any new ideas i mean not we... not specifically new character I just, I just suspect yeah i suspect that at best this lore will tie into the new legend and we're building the new legend. Um, but likely 
whatever it is, is a weapon that Hammond would like to yield in order to increase their power and influence and profit, I'm sure. Like, that's vaguely what, to me, seems to be inevitable. And I do think, if we're thinking about this, um, Hammond had invested in Forge, right? That's what we know. This is like a product of Hammond Robotics, right? right? And then they lost Forge. So it kind of makes sense within the context of the lore to say, well, we need something that's going to be able to take on, really, Revenant, right? right. Um, and so what can we do when we go to this thing that's buried in Revenant's land? And, and I want to like say that like I feel like I brought this up before, uh, and this may be pretty out there, but I talked about how in Titanfall... Um, two, there's that sort of zone that you like flash into one mo one one time period or one dimension, the other dimension. Um, and I'm wondering if we're just looking at two sides of this. And I'd have to go back and look to remember like what we fight Ash in. But I'm wondering if that is like the creature that we're picking up is from this other dimension. You know what I mean? Right. And then they're trying to bring it back to the present in the same way that we sort of understand this dimensional shift is possible. Yeah. So here's my current theory, and it builds on exactly what you just said. So, um, yes, Hammond wanted a legend in the game. That was supposed to be Forge, but then that didn't happen. So Hammond still wants a legend in the game. The reason they, this is the legend they want and not just some other fighter is because in the world where Revenant is in charge, this character was buried in multiple pieces all around the world, which leads me to believe that this character is a threat to Revenant. And so the reason that we're putting him together for Hammond is because Hammond knows that this character is powerful enough to oppose Revenant. I also kind of pieced together a theory uh, that I think can tie into what you're saying and perhaps make it more complete. And this is partially biased because I want to tap, but potentially this is my theory. Um, and it's less to do with reasoning and more to do what this can manifest as <clears throat> if they are, are going to resurrect forge, which I think is great because <laughs> we're talking about, this is actually more feasible than oh, they're resurrecting forge. They, uh, forge was the original, um, legend that they had recruited to to represent them and in, in the apex games so that's still an objective there so this could tie into that right with this yeah. maybe a playable legend for players would be good and immortal think of the name immortal immortal that name that would be a good name to resurrect that is Forger. one of the names and on top of that immortal is a nanobot user and to me that implies that he immortal himself is not quite human and that mm. he controls these nanobots because that's that's his like prerogative as an android supposedly so if they it would be really cool if they resurrected forge as a mortal who is a nanobot using legend and if i remember right the abilities of a mortal were really cool uh, specifically i think as a tactical unleashes a wave of nanobots that can either heal an ally's shields or dismantle an enemy's shields um well and that's just one of his abilities yeah so uh it would it would make sense with his name it would be cool because it would tie tie into hammond cool because it would resurrect forge and make him seem even more complicated not just uh sort of ha we we tricked you i don't know that's this cool. is such a good idea between the three of us i think we might have actually figured it out 
We cracked it. Let's put this on Reddit and get a lot of karma. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we we were going to get into all of the early leaked legends, but then we had so much news today. We're going to actually save that. Yeah, uh, for, we'll do that later. Yeah, we'll save that for later. But yes, Andrew brings up Immortal, which is one of the like very early leaked legends. Mm. Uh, and you have like a little, a bit of a kit, but I love the idea of Forge coming back as a mortal. Um, <laughs> and that's, and that's who we're building. I think that's awesome. Oh, and it is cool because the, the, um, they've always been saying over and over again, is Forge dead? Well, yes, but no. But oh yeah, you're yes, right. But they, no. You're like, totally right. They have totally insinuated that they're not giving a clear answer on Forge. Yeah. And, yeah. and my, I wrote it off really early as like, they're just still messing around with people. Yeah. But that would make a lot of sense. And plus, I don't think any of what I said is even incompatible with what uh, y'all were talking about, too. Right. With the dimensional stuff, too. It's mm -hmm. like, we don't really know anything about this creature or whatever it is. But it could simply be a shell, which could be a mean, with the power or the means, you know, to resurrect Forge. She was, was like a, one of the strongest humans ever, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's safe to assume that revenant himself evil revenant i guess eviler revenant as we like to call him uh was the one who buried all these pieces all around king's canyon because of the threat it poses to him um cool that is a very good working theory and i think that we're going to find out sooner than i don't think we're necessarily going to have to wait till the end of the season to to figure this out it'd be so cool if we were right <laughs> knocking out of the park it just I know we have a lot of harebrained theories on this show, but like this one makes a lot of sense. Yeah, kind of all kind of all comes together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So uh, tune in for tomorrow's live stream. I think it's four o'clock Pacific, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, EA Play Live, uh, probably on Twitch and YouTube and everywhere else. And then um, hopefully there'll be an event this that starts this weekend and we'll be able to talk about it on next week's show. Either way, we will have uh, a new hunt, our sixth, and the first bunker will be open. Those those two things I'm sure of. Um, so let's let's do the plugs and we'll wrap it up. Whitney, you can find me on Twitch. It's Lumbago, L U M B A three G O. Yay! I love it. Nailed it. <laughs> P H I N T T V on Twitch. Oh yeah. And both of you have been streaming. Uh, pretty consistently lately so check those streams oh. out pl both playing apex and some other cool games and thanks for listening and we'll see you next week bye <laughs>